welcome back to another episode of Black Quintessence. This is your host, Daniel, and let's go ahead and jump right into current events. First story is about Tamar Braxton apologizing to her former co-host of The Real, Yanla, and other close friends and family. So I guess um, what it is is that Tamar has been with her new boo, David Adefiso. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Don't quote me. But um, I guess they were at a water park with her sister Tawanda and James Wright Chanel, the guy. Uh, if you don't know the guy who is known for the Patty videos, Patty, you know all of that. Um, I guess they were at a water park, and I guess she decided to tweet out, um, "quote When all you know and felt is hurt, you hurt." She inflicted and to, uh, self, excuse me, self-inflicted and to others are included. From my sisters, the ladies of the real, Yanla, old and new friends, and whoever else I've ever hurt from being hurt. Please forgive me. I didn't know love to show you love. Now I do, thanks to my, and she at, um, her new man, David. Adefiso. Um... Then I guess he turned around and quote uh, posted something. This is all on Instagram, mind you. And he turned around and posted something, quote, a word to our strong black men who are in a relationship with our beautiful black women. When you make a commitment to love that sister, it is your duty and responsibility to stand by your woman, period. Some of what many have coincidentally coined as a uh, hashtag angry black woman is simply a reflection of and reaction to the life experiences of our black beautiful women. So gentlemen, we do not abandon our sisters when things get tough and especially when they need us the most. Um, I think it's a whole bunch of other shit that he wrote in another post to like some four page letter thing. I don't know. But um. Yeah, so I know I read a couple of people who uh, saw this were kind of like, they kind of felt like Tamar, I don't know if this is the same guy. I think this is the same guy who she initially got with once she had broken up with Vince last year or two years ago. I think this is that same guy. But I know a lot of people, I was reading some comments, a lot of people were like, oh my God, girl, like, it takes a man for you to have to like actually be able to see clear and da 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 da. Some people felt like it probably wasn't genuine and all this other stuff. I'd say whether that's what we don't know what the case is. At the end of the day, the good thing is that you know she actually made an effort to apologize. I believe she's sincere. I believe she, you know, pro hopefully she grew up and she, um, you know, woke up to some things. There's something happened that brought her on and made her realize what she, you know all that pettiness and all that childish behavior wasn't good look especially with the whole Iyanla incident because that whole <laughs> thing with her and Iyanla was a hot ass mess like the fact that her mother had to f jump in and basically put her back in her place when all that was going on and you know remind her hey that's your elder and all that stuff and I'm pretty sure Iyanla's dealt with all types of shit and probably worse than that I've never watched the show I've seen clips but I know she's dealt with worse shit than that so that's probably minor but it's just kind of like Tamar's always kind of like had this bratty mentality and always kind of going off on people and then turning around and playing victim and doing all that type of stuff so from the post it seemed like she's grown it seemed like she's in a better place and a happier place and i'm happy to hear that so good thing to you know good for you came yeah, good for you tamar hopefully everything stays positive uh in other news mary j blige is to receive the lifetime honor at bet good that's um it says here 
Mary J. Blige attends the 24th Annual Screen Actors Guild Awards, also at the Shrine Auditorium. Freeze frame. Uh, sorry. Mary, uh, the BET Awards will honor Mary J. Blige with this Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, it'll be the 19th Annual Ceremony, broadcasting live from the Microsoft Theater in Los Angeles on June 23rd. Um, so that's great. So it's uh, The BET Awards will be hosted by Regina Hall this year, so that should be great. Um, so yeah, so that's good for Mary. I think Mary deserves it. Mary's been in this game for God knows how long. I can only, I want to say like early nineties. So she's been in this game for 20 plus for almost 20 years. So she, she deserves it. Mary, everyone knows Mary as, you know, I don't want to call her the, I don't want to say it's a crybaby. That's really too far. But you know, Mary's been known to give us the sad bop. She's been known to give us the heartbreaks, the you know, especially for women, get your ass up and fuck that man. Or, you know, you could do you, sis. This man hurt your heart, but you better than him. So Mary, I truly believe Mary deserves it. And, you know, we haven't really had a Mary since Mary. I know they tried to give it to Keisha. And I'm not going to dog Keisha. Keisha is the Oakland native. I'm from Oakland, so I don't want to dog walk Keisha. But Keisha, she gave us some hits, but I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. Keisha, I don't believe, will go down in history as... The next Mary. I, I think we had hopes for that when she first hit the scene and a lot of us wanted her to be because her music gave us a very, you know, new Mary. But I don't I don't think she'll have it. But I think, you know, Mary deserves all of the shine. Mary's one of those other R&B artists from the past that, you know, kind of gets overlooked. And a lot of people forget Mary, especially since she doesn't really make music like that anymore. So I think a lot of times, you know, I know a lot of old heads will still bump some Mary. But, you know, I don't think a lot of people really, at least for me, I haven't heard anybody bump some Mary in a very, very, very long time. But congratulations to you, Mary. You're well-deserved of this uh, honor. In other news, I know I had heard somewhere, and I'm not sure if I mentioned on any of my previous podcasts, but that um, they were supposed to be bringing Daria back. But I'm also read which is what my next story will be on is that um jody the one single female black character on the show or the single female black character that got lines on the show will be getting her own spinoff and it will be starring and voiced by tracy ellis ross um so it says um jody landing is getting her own spinoff which is supposed to take place after college graduation and it'll be with her in the workplace um it'll be basically along the lines of like uh featuring a diverse cast comprised mainly of unapologetically smart and ambitious young female characters who are vulnerable and flawed and interesting and funny so it sounds like we're gonna have a bunch of very interesting probably like characters that the new generation can relate to um, it says that it is going to be a work, like I said, workplace comedy. And a lot of the topics are going to jump from gentrification to sex, to tech, to call out culture. Um, they mentioned that a lot of the Lawndale High characters will make appearances. So they'll probably, maybe we'll see Daria, we'll maybe see Jody. I mean, excuse me, we'll see, um, damn it. I'm blanking on Daria's friend, Jane. Ah, Daria, Jane, probably Brittany, Kevin. We'll see all, you know, a lot of those characters probably make appearances. Now, what it did say was that there's no word on if her uh, high school boyfriend, Mac, 
will be in the show or if they'll even, you know, it's noted that they'll still be together. So we'll have to wait and see about that. But I like the concept. I like it. It's, a, you know, uh you know, her character was very, like, not with the shit. She was very, you know, she was smart. She was straight A. She wasn't with the shit. She kept herself out of everything. You know, she was, like, the black chick, the cool black chick that got her shit together and did what she had to do and was not really bothered by the white kids of the school. So I love that she's getting her own show and her own spinoff and that Tracy Ellis Ross is a part of it. So um, I think it's a great thing, especially I'm pretty sure to have, like I said, a lot of new millennial a lot of millennial jokes a lot of things catering to you know technology uh social media it'll be all of that so i'm interested to see how this go and i'm really happy especially with tracy ellis ross she's such an amazing actress so i know she'll pull this off tenfold and um that's about it i know my hot topics went by kind of quick but that's it for hot topics this week for my topics of discussion, um, I kind of want to touch on a, it can, I guess you can look at it as a bit of an iffy situation or iffy topic. I want to talk on politics in the black family household. Now, like I said, bear with me. Everyone is entitled to their own opinions. Own opinions. People can agree with me. People don't have to agree with me. I'm just going to give my opinion and my feelings on politics so to, in the black family household. There's a lot of things that um, we as a black family still kind of unfortunately cater into today that I believe in my opinion should be changed. Like there's a lot of like, you know, with black parents having the thing, voicing your opinion is almost deemed as talking back. And that's something that I've never felt one to agree with. I've never seen how a child voicing their opinion especially if their tone is not disrespectful is a form of talking back to me I've always felt like that was basically and it's not just black households I know that do some of the things that I may name off I completely understand that and there are some things that as we as black people know that are catered to it there's a lot of times where we joke growing up we've joked about the white family and the white kid going fuck you mom fuck you you bitch and we'll joke about it because in our mind we're like we'll never and that is blatantly disrespectful i'm not trying to say that that because you should be like calling your mom out or name god no that's not what i'm getting at but like i was saying earlier is that we in the black household have a thing where even voice black parents have always told us no talking back, even for us having our opinion or having our own thoughts on a situation is considered talking back. I love my mother to death, but I have to be real. Me and her have had situations where like me having my opinion of a situation was deemed as talking back. And just, it's, you know, growing up, it's kind of like we took it for face value as an adult, a 31 year old adult. I'm looking back. It's like I don't look at it as. I never looked at it as me talking back, especially when for me it was always like I'm not yelling, I'm not screaming, I'm not hollering, I'm just giving you my opinion. And I know that a lot of black parents, especially as they've gotten older or their child children have gotten older, they've sometimes, you know, talked about how they wish they could have gone back. And no parent is perfect. I'm not trying to say that you're wrong because your children couldn't voice their opinions and you're a horrible parent. That's not what I'm saying it's no rule book there's no hand guide i understand that but there are certain things that i do believe we the black community it's an endless cycle and it's not a helpful cycle and i 
you know, like I said, this is my opinion. This is just a way of me putting it out there with the hopes that someone will listen and someone will take it in and someone will just, you know, think about it a little bit, you know, in a bit way where they'll go, mm, maybe, you know, what I listened to on, you know, Daniel's podcast has some meaning. Let me try something different. That's all I'm doing by having my rant right now, because like I said, everyone has their reasons, everything. Most of our situations are rooted back to slavery if we have to be honest even something as simple as an ass whooping it's rooted back to slavery no matter how you want to look at it because it was something that the white people did to our ancestors our ancestors did it to you know their children and it just was literally passed down generation to generation to generation now i do understand like i said growing up i didn't look at as getting an ass whooping as abuse even though you know, everyone has their opinion on if it is or isn't abuse. Like, my mother never killed me when she gave me a whooping. Like, it was never like, oh, my God, I'm dying or I'm bleeding or I'm, you know what I mean? Like, it was, you know, I can't, it was it was just, it was discipline. So, I never looked at it as myself as dying. Now, there were times, like, my feelings were hurt and, oh, my God, how could she do this to me? I can't believe she did this to me. I'm her child. Like, being very <laughs> melodramatic. Then, as I, you know, got older, especially in my early 20s and teens, me and my friends would joke about how, you know, we got our ass whoops for doing something. Now, granted, like I said, it was never just for anything. It was usually for something that, like I said, breaking a lamp in the house or doing something that she, I know she told me to do and basically going against her word. So that's why I said for me growing up, I never looked at me getting whoopings as abuse because like I said, it was usually I got my ass whooped and my mother explained to me what I was getting my ass whooped. It wasn't like she came in, kicked the door down, start swinging things and left. Like it was usually as most black parents do, you got your ass whooped while being told why you're getting your ass whooped, usually even before being told why you're getting your ass whooped, and after you got your ass whooped. Like, it all was in sync, so you knew what it was for. It wasn't like you were completely in shock. It's like if you went and stole, and you were like, fuck, I know I'm about to get my ass whooped because I know what the fuck. You know what I did was wrong. But there's a lot of things, like I said, that we as a black community need to do better in, and I want us to really grow. It's even something, like I said, as... Growing up with the mindset of, and like I said to me, people are going to have their opinion. Like, I don't believe just because you are a parent that you deserve to be treated as a parent if you did not actually take care of your child. Like, sorry, that's just how I personally feel. Like, you can't pull the I'm your mother card if you were not there. And a lot of black parents have that bad where no matter what your parent has done to you, no matter what they did to you, no matter what the, they breathe life into you. Yes, that is true. I understand that. But if your parent was abusive, majority of your life, like full actual abuse, if your parent wasn't there, if your parent didn't show love, your parent didn't show you the ins and outs of how to be, you know, growing up and things of that nature. If they didn't do all of this for you, I don't believe they earned the title of a parent. Yes, they earned the title of, you know, bringing you life. I don't know if you want to necessarily say, you know, all that. I don't know what you want to really necessarily call that title, parent, mother, whatever. But they don't deserve the respect of a parent that raised you if they did not raise you. There are a lot of people out there who have a thing where they're like, you know, they don't speak to their mother, they don't speak to their father, they don't respect their mother or their father, and people are like, how could you do that? That's your mother. Now, if that person explained that story to you and you still felt, I'm not saying they have the right to disrespect their parents negatively, no, but if they choose not to have a connection or a bond with them because they feel like, hey, you might have given me life, 
but you didn't teach me a damn thing. You can't fault that individual for that feeling of being like, I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you any respect because we it's it can be toxic to be involved in that type of relationship with the parent where you feel like they owe you something just because they're your parent, especially if and it's very common for parents to take advantage of that knowing just because I'm your parent that you're going to help me out. I don't believe that. I do not. Sorry, not sorry. I it's not you don't deserve it at the end of the day everything is deserved and earned like you have to earn respect you have to earn trust all these things can't just be given to you because you're a parent because you're an elder i'm not saying like i said i'm not saying go out and disrespect your parents far from i'm not saying go and disrespect an elder me personally an older person gets at me fouling in a situation like out on the street or sets them off the wall shit. I'm not going to put my hands on an elder, but you might get cussed the fuck out. That elder shit about to fly out the window, especially if you were disrespectful first. I say to myself, I go out, I go, I want to be left alone. I do me. I put my goddamn headphones in. I'm very one track minded when I'm out in public, unless I'm with friends. If I'm with people or friends, I'm, you know, entertained with them. If I'm by myself, I'm grabbing my headphones, plugging them in and doing me. Don't say shit to me. <laughs> I don't mind having, I, I, I sometimes feel bad because I know a lot of people say this generation does nothing but plugs headphones in and lets technology take over them. But sometimes it's best that way just to, you know, stay to yourself, stay in your bubble while be still being respectful. I believe you can do that. I believe you can go out in the world and interact with people and be cool and go about your business without disrespecting anybody. And like I said before, with an elder, it I just, like I said, stay if you, because there's a lot of, Rick, you know, grumpy old men and women who just feel like they're entitled to step all on your feet because they're walking by because they're old knowing they're doing it being disrespectful and all this other shit and i don't believe i don't i don't think that's right so that's my opinion you guys let me know what your opinions are um sorry about this show was kind of quick and rushed and slightly short um got a lot going on but um yes you guys let me know you guys opinion like i said always hit me up on Social media, follow my page on Instagram, Black Quintessence. Follow my Facebook page as well under the same name, Black Quintessence. Um, Yahoo, um, excuse me, email account, blackquintessence at yahoo.com. Let me know you guys' opinion on the situation. How do you guys feel about, you know, respect and all those things like that when it comes to your elders? And let me know how you guys feel about the Black family household, how your Black family household is run. How Do you like how it is? Does it work for you? Does it not work for you? What are some things you feel about what should be changed and what you're okay with? Like I said, hit me up. You guys have a great week and peace out.